All right. What is going on, folks? Welcome back to a uh, an interesting show. We have a Serious Angler podcast and a Biz from the Bass Boat show for you guys today. And uh, the captain is out on vacation this week. So it uh, it's the Biz from the Bass Boat man himself, Mr. Adam Deacon. And I'm your host, Bailey Agbrett. Deke, dude, what's going on, man? How you been? Dude, I, oh, good, man. I've been uh, honestly just eating my head in the wall because I haven't been fishing all that much. I had a really early front loaded season and then I'll have a really busy fall. But like, this has just been, I'm getting ready to move to Idaho and it has been like, I'm trying to get a house in Idaho and doing all this stuff and trying to move out of here and just all kinds of crazy things are happening. So I really need to go fishing. I've gotten out a couple times here in the last month, but it's been brutal. And I, man, I haven't done a show with you and because especially because of fantasy fishing, we haven't had a show in a long time together, uh, in our own right. Oh. So I'm excited for this. No, I think it was, uh, it was what it was classic. I think the classic was like the only show, like the only show we had since that's been us together on there. But I feel like even since then, since the classic, it's either you've been at weddings or you've been traveling or you were in California. <laughs> it's like, dude, it doesn't seem Andy and I were fishing the other day. We're like, dude, I don't think Deacon's gotten to like rest at all for a day. <laughs> like since the classic, <laughs> It's dumb. Like I don't. I have another wedding this weekend. Um, oh and my then gosh! Next week, Kenzie, Kenzie, one of her best friends, um, actually ended up moving to Hawaii on a construction management job, and like out of nowhere, it was like, "Hey, do you want to go to Hawaii?" And this was planned months <laughs> ago, and it was like that. That those dates got changed, and so I it was like, "Okay, are we still doing this?" But we already had the tickets. We were able to change the ticket. So now next week we're going to Hawaii. Oh and it's, and I'm like thankful it's not going to be super expensive because it's we're staying with her friend and that kind of a thing. We, and we right. already paid for the flights, but it's just like, I don't know how I'm going to make this all work. So <laughs> it's been it's been wild, man. But uh yeah, I'm I'm missing my my derby fishing for sure right now and excited uh, for this fall. Yeah, yeah, it is that hectic time of year. That's for dang sure when everything's full fledged, especially from a fishing standpoint. And I cast, dude. Yeah, got I would. I miss an eye cast this year. I miss that. That's going to be an absolute blast. It should be. You'll be down there, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm actually heading down Sunday, Sunday to Friday. So it's going to be a long freaking week for me. I'm I'm dying up here in New York, and it's like 75 degrees where I'm going down to human 90s i'm screwed i'm screwed every time i go down to icast man or i visit my parents it takes me a day and i'm already complaining about the heat i'm such a northern boy it's not even funny oh man but uh yeah i mean dude we, we could talk about a bunch of this stuff after the show because we have a pretty pretty important topic you're talking about derbs and uh for for andy and i here on the east coast obviously there's some few things that we pay attention to there's Bassmaster, there's mlf and pfl things of that nature so we don't have as much here in new york tournament trail wise uh, but when it comes to the west coast i think you have some of your more very creative tournament styles uh tournament events going on that you really help us keep up to date on because you're so in in the depths of everything uh but there's some some negative there's some not so good stuff and do you do you want to lay that out and we'll introduce our guest for today to really help us bring this thing to life and talk about it yeah yeah and i think i think something to keep in mind we kind of talked just previous to this show, you know, we don't know everything that's happening. Um, we are not in the business of just spreading rumors, but we're just trying to lay out kind of the facts or what we do know and what people, people, uh, uh, have experienced. Um, and so, yeah, you know, I think the West coast is a super interesting place. It's super interesting tournament scene because there's always this like kind of devices divisiveness between 
trails, not necessarily like I'm not saying aggressive, like this trail is better than this trail, but anglers seem to be categorized. Like they choose to fish Juan Bass. They choose to fish the Toyota series. They choose to fish Wild West team trail, whatever it may be. They seem to be kind of, there's not this centralized situation. And, um, what we kind of saw with the Western Bass shootout, you know, we went out and covered a lot of that event, um, on this platform and we saw some of these, these really cool combinations of things. And it's just a, it's a really interesting scene in my opinion, compared to other places in the country because of that and our lakes minus kind of some of the California stuff. It's a pretty good distance between the Arizona lakes and, and those kinds of things. And so it's just, it's just a different environment and it's always been super unique and a lot of history and really cool to, to watch everything happen. But yeah, I mean, what we're talking about is just some of the some of the stuff that's the grumblings, what's been kind of happening with uh, the Wild West bass and the apex and and everything that they've got going on there with some anglers having issues with getting paid or, you know, is this in bankruptcy? Kind of just some, you've seen so much of this now for the last month, two months of, of anglers talking about it. And you hear things, of course, and you don't know the face value of everything. So we just figured we'd get some folks on that are in it. And I just want to say, yeah, I, I'm not, in it in it, it like these guys are but i do fish the west coast stuff and um so i definitely am, am curious to hear everyone's thoughts on today's show yeah yeah for sure and you know like you said there's been some rumblings of it we've heard about it you talked about it briefly in a conversation with you andy and i in our group chat um probably a few weeks back now um and it was until we started getting tagged in some posts to really bring this conversation to life that really kind of struck a chord of like, Hey, this is something we need to talk about because I mean, one, you did a couple shows from the event itself out in California. Mm-hmm. Uh, some great shows, matter of fact. And um, so I think without further ado, let's get our guests on here. We have Mr. Austin Bonjour. I, I said that Bonjour, like the French way of saying it, Bonjour. Wee <clears throat> uh, wee. Oui, oui. We, okay, perfect. <laughs> and we have, of course, uh, Mr. Ken Ma. <laughs> I think I think we just the right there, man. I think that is the the, the topic of the show. That the, the show. The, there's the there's the uh, <laughs> that, there's the Instagram reel for it. That's perfect. <laughs> I've heard that my whole life. That's about the only thing you can respond respond with. <laughs> that's awesome. That was great. What a debut. It was. That was, that's totally the introduction for the show. <laughs> Bonjour, right? We we. We oui, oui. <laughs> well, really fast. So Ken Ma is no stranger to business from the bass boat. Um, but Ken, this is actually your first time on Serious Angler, and, and that is uh, a, a fail on my part. Is it now being getting you on the show here? And Austin, it's good to be connected with you as well. We actually it was your post that we got tagged in. Um, that really, you did a great job, kind of laying some stuff out, bringing the things to life. That I was like, that's when I instantly texted Deacon. I was like, Hey, dude, we need to do a show. Uh, and, and Deacon's like. Yes, like we got to get Ken Ma on though as well. And so it's one where I think you guys are great to, to help lay this out, but really fast uh, for folks that are listening or watching, um, just quickly, you know, briefly introduce yourself, where you guys are from, that sort of deal. Austin, if you want to lead that off and then Ken follow up. Yeah, um, my name is Austin, Austin Bonjour, and I love fishing tournaments. That's what I love to do. And, you know, Ken Ma, I've, I've looked up to that guy for a long time. And you guys, I haven't heard of your podcast, but I'm glad that you got me and Ken or Ken and I on this on this podcast. So I appreciate you guys. I just live out here in California, man. I'm a plumber. 
I work my butt off and, uh, and fish and raising a family. That's essentially me in a nutshell right there, right? Just trying to raise a family and, and fish and, and work. So that's me. And then Ken, he's, I've, I've known Ken, not personally, but for the last 20 years, because one of his sponsors is one of my sponsors, Jim's Pro Bass Tackle. And I started fishing a tournament circuit when I was 12 years old out of that shop that held our meetings and, and an yeah. R83 with the 115. Let's go. Yeah. You know what it was? No, no. I Hey, when I first started fishing, I was a non-boater in that bass bass club. And then I went to a, uh, it was a uh, Starcraft aluminum 12-footer with a ice chest. And yeah, but it was, yeah. green, it was the green. It was the green. It was the faded green boat that you got known for. Yeah, that was the, that was the Sport 80. Sport 80. Yeah, yeah Sport 80. But I... You know, did it have a 150 on it? It had a uh, 175. Oh, 175. Okay. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but I, you know, Jim, Jim spoke nothing but high words about you and, and praise from a long time. So I've known about you before I met you for a long time. But Ken's a, a diehard competitor, and I can't can't wait to hear what he has to say. Take it away, Ken. Um, <clears throat> you know, same. I, I've been fishing competitively. I try to fish at the highest level that I can. Uh, out west um, never really had an interest in going back east um, i enjoy the industry uh, i really do um, i love promoting parts of the industry or all the industry <clears throat> i love people getting involved um you know uh kids the whole bit so you know and and just like austin you know i just i love the competition of what you know competitive tournament fishing gives to me i was you know played athletics in high school, a little bit in college. And, you know, that, that, that still scratches my itch. Uh, but more importantly, now that I'm longer in my, my, uh, career, you know, I, I want to try to do my best to get people involved and, you know, and try to build, you know, just like backstage or, or when you guys did the intro and Adam was talking about the West, you know, there's just, there's, um, there's so many hurdles for the Western angler, you know, the majority of them that really want to try to make a living uh, really have to move uh, back east, you know, into the south and into the east. You know, some of our greatest anglers have moved, you know, to Alabama, Tennessee, mm -hmm. you know, Texas, places like that. You know, so uh, we've always I've always wanted to uh, pray that we could build uh, a similar platform where people could fish out here and not have to you know, drive three days just to get to an event. Right. So I'm still hopeful for that. Um, obviously with all the, the, uh, bad business dealings, uh, that have been going on and anglers not being paid at Wild West Bass Trail. Um, you know, I, I've kind of had a little mourning period, um, you know, cause I was a little optimistic two weeks ago that, you know, it could be, uh, bought and I know we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, but, but right now I'm, uh, I pulled my stickers off. I pulled my logos off my boat today. And, um, you know, so there's, there's some sadness for me because of what it means to our industry, <clears throat> but there's also some anger in me because, you know, I'm the highest person that's owed money and I'd like my money. <laughs> I think that could go for you guys. And I'm sure many other anglers is, yeah, you want, when you, when you join a tournament, Austin, I think it was you that said it literally on your post that says when you're a tournament fisherman and you pull forth money, and you place in the money, you're supposed to get money back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we work so hard, right? And uh, a lot of us are blue collar or, you know, Ken was in the in the law enforcement 
world for what can 20 30 years till you retired yeah. right you worked your butt off mm-hmm. for a long time and uh you know i'm a plumber you know today i was crawling around underneath a mobile home fixing a leak in four inches of mud water right and it just pissed me off knowing what i had to do under that house to get paid and i put this money into a circuit which is a decent clip of money and i'm busting my butt right and and I, you know, it, it, it just sucks, right? You put, you put all that money in, you work hard. I'm not taking it away from anybody else. Like I, I'm a plumber. Ken was in law enforcement. Some, some guys may be, uh, who knows what you do for work, but you're working your butt off to get to these tournaments. There's a lot of money that we put in and then you, you deserve to be paid back on what you place. Cause it's hard to, you, all three of you guys can agree. It's hard to win money in any tournament, whether it's a Wednesday nighter or a, $2,000 entry fee for a pro tournament or guys that aren't in this podcast that fish professionally, like the elite series or MLF that pay $5,000 entry fees. It's hard to make a check and it's hard to win. And when you do get money, you deserve to get paid that money. Mm-hmm. Yep, for sure. And so, uh, Ken, you, you, you said it to kind of lay it out for folks is that anglers aren't on the wild west bass trail are not getting paid. So, uh, just the issue at hand, if, if you guys could talk of just more like is so to kind of build on that, expand on what the issue is at hand. Yeah. And Austin can fill in the gaps, but um, from, this is what I know from talking to anglers is that um, there was an apex event on Lake Almanor and there were um, 22 places that uh, should have received a winnings check. Okay, and then uh, the following week, there was a Wild West Bass Trail Pro-Am event on the California Delta. And based on my research, uh, there was like 86 boats. So they should have paid 17 places on the Pro and the Coast side. So there's up to 34 checks that uh, should have been issued for that. Okay, so you take the 22 and 34, it's about 56 checks that um, should have been issued. Um, to my knowledge, there are only four anglers um, who received checks from the Lake Almanor event that successfully were able to cash those checks. Um, some of the anglers, including myself, never even received a check. And then some anglers, and again, I, I'm not throwing numbers out because I don't know the exact number, right. but some anglers who earned a check... Um, received a check that either then bounced um, or was not cashable in some way from that, from that uh, Almanor event. So, and then that, then then that same sequence uh, happened for the Delta event the following week. And that so, Deacon, that was the event that you were at, correct? No, 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 no. no. That, that's too different. So there's all kinds of, that's a whole other thing on the West coast. There's all these different, different leagues but it's the same tournament entity both apex and the wild west team trail all the different wild west situations got it okay so for that event that championship style event though ken you were paid for that yeah the western bass shootout has nothing as far as i know and the people that i have talked to um so the western bass shootout happened in was the second week of april austin yeah, I want to say it was the 
Yeah, April 10th through the 12th, I think. But don't yeah, quote me. I mean, I should know the dates, right? But um, yeah, so the West Coast freaking smash the w. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it's the only one, I'm hey, just, I'm I, I, caught, I caught two bass this big in two. <laughs> I barely caught a keeper each day, and Cam was just smashing them. But there was a lot of like really cold, high water. It like cold water coming in the Delta. Seals are eating all the fish. I don't know. Ken can talk to you about it, but he he did smash them. <laughs> Yeah, so date-wise, date the Western Bass Shootout um, ended on uh, April 16th, Sunday. Okay. And based on the direct research that I did, which was talk to anglers, um, I don't know of anybody other than the engine that I'm owed. Um, I don't know that anybody was not compensated for the Western Bass Shootout. Got it. Okay. So, And like Adam was saying, you know, it, it brought together – like four different tours. That's how the 50 angler field was, was assembled. You know, so uh, I would, I would highly sus suspect that if there were anglers from the other tours <laughs> that didn't get paid, um, they would have made, made themselves known for sure. And okay. I don't, I, Austin, you heard anybody from the shootout? Uh, no one, no one from the shootout that I yeah. know of hadn't got a check. It was, you know, it started with Almanor and it went mm -hmm. Almanor and I can't believe events kept running after that. Yeah, well, that's that was kind of so. I know the apex schedule was Almanor the first of the 2023 apex schedule. Yes, it was. Okay, and so then they started off with that, and then but then, like you said, kept kind of going is is interesting, and then it's like. You know, at that point, and I'm just curious, did any anglers drop out after not getting paid after that first event? Or was it kind of like promised, you know, hey, we're working on dealing, dealing things up? Because the Apex well, I, guys I, I, is a set group of guys. Sorry to interrupt you, Ken. But oh, there, there's 43 or 44, 45 of us that are all locked in, right? It's kind of, I don't want to say Elite Series or, you know, how Elite Series has a certain amount of guys that are locked in. That's how apex was doing it so i don't right. know if those same guys fish the pro-am i know a handful did that were affiliated with both and then on top of that they had the team tournament right after that um but i don't know if anybody dropped out because because like you said there's two different two different deals right there's there's wild west bass trail there's apex and the in the pro-ams i don't know if anybody i i know guys that fish the apex i don't know if they dropped out per se in the in the pro-ams i just right. i don't know if guys chose not to fish or they i don't really know how that whole shaped and, out because well, we, we wouldn't have known yet we wouldn't have known and the reason i say we wouldn't have known is um so i think we lost austin maybe he'll, he'll log yeah. back in uh, i should be here can you see me or hear can't me see you. i can't yeah. see we can hear you we can hear yeah. you but we lost, we lost your uh, camera yeah, so, I'll try to get it back right now. Sorry, I got to call. So I'm getting what I'm getting at is, is we, you know, the question was, is, well, why would people go to the next event knowing they didn't get paid for the first event? Mm -hmm. So what happened is Almanor ended on Saturday the sixth, the thirteenth of May. Okay, so that ended on Saturday. Then it was Mother's Day on Sunday, and then the Wild West Bass Trail Pro Am practice started on Wednesday. So it was basically if you count business days, it was only Monday, Tuesday, um, 
yeah, it was only two business days and then the next event started. That makes you know, sense. So, so, you know, nobody really knew that there was financial issues, you know, one week after, you know, people just went to the Delta, um, you know, COVID changed the way California organizations are able to get money out. You know, MLF always, you know, they, they have a check, but they put your, your address on it. They call your name out at the end of the day. If you're there, they hand it to you. If not, they put it in the mail. Mm-hmm. But every other organization uh, went to electronic um, payment uh, due to COVID. You know, so we we unfortunately had to get used to uh, slow or longer payment terms over the since 2019, right? Hmm. Or in 2020, it was uh, yeah. 20, yeah, 20 or 21. Yeah. So so that that kind of retrained us to say, okay, well, you know, if it takes five or seven or even eight business days to get your money, you know, it, it was still coming. Right. Would you agree, Austin? Yeah. Yeah. It, it took a while. Um, and, and see, that was, it was kind of like normal. It was normal, I guess. Yeah. Right. To get paid yeah. a week, two weeks, three weeks. So we had Almanor. Then there was the pro-am right after that. I didn't fish it, but Ken, you did, right? I did. Okay. And then, but there was the, the one bass, uh, deal at the Cal Open. What three weeks after Almanor or four weeks after Almanor or something like that? It was right after the pro am at the Delta, and that's when I caught wind of some checks being mailed out. Right, like I live in, I guess you would call it Southern California, right? If you were to break it into, if you were to draw a line, I'm in Southern California. Ken's right on the cusp of Northern California, and that business is associated out of Arizona. So I figured checks were making their way South to North, you know, uh, my really good friend, team partner, uh, coworker, he got a check. I'm like, okay, cool. This was after the Cal open. And then I got a check, but you know, Scotty, the guy I'm talking about his check, actually, he was one of the four guys that Ken had mentioned earlier that his check didn't bounce or actually received a check. And it obviously didn't bounce. But then I got mine, mine had bounced. And then I thought before I knew it had bounced, I thought the checks were making their way south to north because I was having guys hit me up because it was a little longer than normal. It was about, I don't know, I don't know the exact days, but it was a little longer than normal. And about three or four other guys that fished the Apex tour, and I'm talking about Almanor here, not the Pro-Am. They were approaching me, and I'm sure Ken had people approaching him. Hey, have you got paid? Have you got paid? Have you got paid? And I said, you know, hey, I my buddy just got his check. And then mine came in and I'm responding to these guys. Hey, I just got my check. But then a few days after, you know, mine was a fraudulent check. It, it bounced. And uh, same with a couple of the guys that were hitting me up. But yeah, that was right after right after the Pro-Ams. It was two weeks after the Pro-Am. It went, you know, Almanor, Pro-Am, at California Open. And that's when the check started going but what I'm confused on is why send checks when you know the funds aren't in the count and then say, you know, I don't want to talk about rumors, right? We're not talking about rumors or nothing. So I, that's where I'm at on that. Yeah. It's a, yeah. it's a, it seems like a frustrating thing, especially from your guys' perspective, the anglers competing in it. If, if it happened from the first event, then why should the season have started? Right. If it was known ahead of time, why not tell us? hit the brakes before Almanor, 
end the suffering early. Put us out of our our misery before we pay, right? And we've been paying. You know, I don't know if Ken had talked about it in previous shows or or if any other Apex guys have had, but we pay a set amount of money per month before the season. Wait, I mean, we've we've been paying this this set amount of money for entry fees back in November, um, prepaid entries, right? Like deposits. So they've been gathering our money for months. So I've paid for almost three events and only fished one. <laughs> so why not tell me that that one's going to be bad, right? Or why have the Pro-Am? Why have Don Pedro tournament? I don't know. Ken, you got anything on that? Uh, not not on that, but what I was going to say earlier is, is that, you know, that there are, you know, I agree with Austin. There's, you know, um, the Apex Anglers had agreed on a payment schedule. Um, there are prepaid entry fees that were in there. And, you know, whether whether they pulled the plug on Almanor or not, they still have our money, right? So we still wouldn't have got it back. So, so whether they delivered the event or not, um, you know, they still had our entry fee for that one and, and for uh, Arlington, which is the one that we were supposed to go to next week. You know, so, yeah, the, the, the really the frustrating thing here is that, um, you know, we can talk about how we got here and I it, – the bottom line is, is that there's anglers that are owed money for winnings, not like loans or, uh, you know, vendor, you know, like we actually, you know, if money goes in, like Austin says, and there's a 80 or 90% payout that's supposed to come back. If a hundred grand goes in, then 80, 80 grand or 90 grand should come back out. Right. You know, and, um, and that has not happened. That did not happen at Almanor. I mean, some anglers got got checks that cashed. Um, and like Austin said, you know, he, he had a friend that was just, it was timing and luck that that his check cashed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there were, you know, the following week, there's another thir- at least 34 anglers that, you know, have not been paid. You know, I know, you know, like the winner from the Delta event, is owed like almost fourteen thousand dollars for winning. You know, and the that I know that, or twenty. Yeah, Sorry as of yesterday, right. And as of yesterday, you know, was you know still has have not been paid. So that's that's the fact of the matter. I didn't mean to interrupt you, Ken, but and then Matthew Nadu, our champion from Almanor, he's sitting on twenty, but it's not just him or Hunter Schlandler. There's fifty four other guys that are owed eighteen hundred dollar checks. At a at a pro am level, and there's guys that are owed a two thousand two hundred and fifty dollar check up to a twenty thousand dollar check, right? Like, and then there's guys that are getting fraudulent checks. Why send a check? Why send a check when you know the funds aren't there? It's just well, I, I mean, like in in bankruptcy, and I'm not a bankruptcy attorney or anything related to that, but like it can just be such a um. Uh, uh, just a kick in the pants to everyone involved outside of it because you're fighting, you know, you can't, you can't draw blood from a rock. Like there's not once, once someone cuts things off and it's in bankruptcy, if it is, we don't know any of that, but like, and I, I guess I don't know any of that, but like, unfortunately there's nothing, there's no reasons, you know, like the, the funds could have just been running out or people are taking money. Like there's no, I think at that point, once stuff's gone, like it's just a gosh, it is such a tough thing. Just thinking through of what what I've learned about bankruptcy, and it's just like, man, I I I struggle with what uh, what can kind of happen um, 
after funds are gone, you know, because you you can go and say you're going to sue and do these things or, and I'm not sure if anyone's doing that, but I'm just saying you, once things are in bankruptcy, it's, it's hard to get any money out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll speak to that because, um, I actually have a angler friend that's checking the public records daily. Yeah. Um, so as of two days ago, when I talked to him, there was no public filing of that. Um, so at least we know that. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I don't, you know, again, you know, we, you could read into this or read into that, you know, he's buying time or they're buying time for the company to, to get that lined up. And, you know, I think Adam, you know, it sounds like, you know, enough that, you know, it's been, you know, I think it's been a better part of a month of when the first knowledge, you know, maybe it was five weeks, Austin, you know, I'm calling it a month because I was out of I was out of the country when this thing actually blew a, up. a month's fine. I I know it's been. <laughs> I mean, our, we had our tournament in May, and yeah, so it's been a while. Yeah, so um, you know, so I I think that uh, you know I agree with you, Adam. That uh, you know I I've seek some uh, uh, professional advice, and yeah, if it if it goes into BK. Um, the anglers could, you know, as, and, and I, I've been through this with two other organizations in the West before, mm. you know, this is the first time that it's, that this has happened un- under the social media internet era. Mm. The other two happened. Yeah. The other two happened. Like one was like in the uh, late eighties, you know, early nineties. And then the other one was like in the, the early two thousands, mm-hmm. you know, and, and anglers were left holding the bill. I mean, that's what happened. You know, because when a company uh, likes to BK, um, you know, my understanding uh, is that secured debt is paid first and that's not us. Right. You know, so, um, you know, I guess for me, I want to I want to check the website every day to make sure that I kind of want to know if it has or hasn't. But then I also don't like the alternative when I'm actually see it and it says it's listed. Right. Right. Because when it's listed, then there's very, there is very, very little recourse uh, for where we sit. There, there really is. And that's why me personally, I, um, I've lost some of that hope, almost all of it the last week. Like I said, I pulled my logos off and stuff like that. And there was some mourning for me because I invest a lot in the industry. Oh yeah. You know, but, uh, you know, early on, I'd say a week and a half ago, or maybe even two weeks ago, I, when I when I got back in uh, from the Caribbean, I thought, OK, hey, you know what? It got run into the ground. It's for sale because that's what we've been told. Some new owner is going to come in and they're going to run. it, And, and we're going to go to Arlington and we're going to pick up the pieces. Mm. Um, you know, personally, I just I don't feel that that's possible today on July, on July 6th. I just, I don't, I don't see that that, that is feasible in my opinion. Mm-hmm. That's gotta be very, very frustrating from, from your guys's end. And so, so how, how many anglers do you guys, if you guys know how many total anglers are owed winnings? 56, right? Ken or 54 up to, up yeah. to based on up my to. research, it was up to 50. Uh, well, I counted 20 at Almanor, but I was actually shy too. So let's say 22 at Almanor and 34 because there's 17 co-anglers and 17 pros, right? Yeah. That's 34. And, and so there's 56 actually. And then, and then the team right. guys. 
Yeah. And I didn't even count those because that was post incident in my book. Like, like if you know that the two prior events people aren't getting paid from and you show up to the third event and you give that company money, that's your fault. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, at that point it's your fault. Right. I mean, like, like, yeah. If you show up to a store and you pay for food and you don't get food, you go back and give that store money again and they take it again. That's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, so I didn't count the team anglers. Um, I don't know. Some, some anglers reported on social media that they actually got a cashier check. Um, you know, I, I did not track that down uh, because my focus is, is on, you know, getting the apex anglers paid. I mean, I want everybody paid, but the apex anglers and then the pro-am anglers, um, you know, I think everybody should be made whole regardless of the amount um, of money that is owed. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think one thing too, we probably should have said this earlier, but to kind of fully understand this um, umbrella for folks that are not on the West coast and, and tied into this also the structure of, um, apex and wild west there's there's a lot of it's almost like think of like the toyota series or you know if you were to say that the pro circuit the toyota series and the bfls right there's this umbrella there so i could see how there's some confusion on well why are guys going back to this if they're not getting paid or they're getting promised but but really you're talking about um some obviously crossover between anglers but when you have an apex event and then it's a pro-am event and then it's a team trail event. Like those are all different sets. They of are. Members. And so, Absolutely. and so you kind of have this, um, no one knows really what's going on. There's a little communication here and there, but it's not all at the same time of just going back and back and back. Makes sense. But so, I mean, do you guys see, uh, um, how, when, when you say with the, the, what do you guys feel like should happen at this point if if we don't have bankruptcy? Um, what what is a solution here? Do you feel like that is a win for anglers? I don't know. You want to answer, Ken, or do you want me to? <laughs> no, no, go ahead. I, I mean, I, I mean, he's just asking for our opinion. So yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I want us all paid, and I want people to spit on Jeremy Hart's face when they see him. But that's me. And you want to know why? Because I work hard to pay my entry fees to, to fish these tournaments. And that's my God honest truth. And Hey, hate me if you want. But uh, when you, when you do wrong to that many people, he's no better than Mike Long or the freaking walleye poachers. The guys that were shoving weights and fish, right? Cheating to achieve a goal to steal money. And I, Hey, the guy stole, spent, overreached, um, whatever he did, it's not right. And I can speak, I can speak, because uh, I'm a blue-collar guy like 90% of us. I know Ken's not as much of a blue-collar. You're a criminal guy, right? Like you were, if you were ever like in the drug ring, Ken, Ken's going to bust your door down to come freaking drag your butt out of the house. Like that was Ken. But I'm the guy climbing underneath the house to fix the broken pipes. And there's, there's not saying there's a connection between the two, right? We all work hard. We work hard to pay for these entry fees. And we're a paying customer, Right. Like we, we work so hard to, and invest time and money into these circuits. And I, if I'm, I'm kind of coming to terms, if I don't get my $11,000 back, if no one gets paid, I mean, I know it's a long road, you can get legal with it, but 
but I want people to know his face. I want people to know what he'd done. And uh, I don't, I want people to understand that he's a crook and that's just me being honest. So if you, uh, if you steal that much money from people, steal, overextend, whatever you want to call it. Right. And then there's just excuses and things that he can say to protect himself and, and prolong it before BK. Right. Um, that's just not right. You know, it's, this is hard. I didn't have to invest. Ken didn't have to invest. Right. Like 50, all the other anglers didn't have to invest. We could have either kept working or went and invested another trail. And that's how I feel. I want people to know that we got, tricked or played or fooled by some guy and I, I want him to I want people to know who that is right like people know who Mike Long is I, I bet you I bet you Adam and, and Bailey you know who Mike Long is right you know who the walleye scandals are right and yes, sir. if you've seen him if you've seen him at your coffee shop what are you going to do you're not going to go buy him a coffee you're going to go <laughs> you're going to go either ignore him or or just you know know that that's a bad person that's a terrible person right there not saying you're necessarily going to throw your coffee on the guy, but that's may something maybe something I do. But I'm a hothead on this situation. But um, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm pissed. Understandable. I definitely understand, especially from your guys' perspective. Um, to to bring some sort of lightheartedness to the situation, I totally love the pause after saying Ken Ma was a criminal. I thought that was. Then you kept on to say what Ken no, did. No criminal enforcement. It's like criminal. criminal. I'm like, criminal. wait, what? Criminal chaser. Chaser. Like if you were, if you were, you know, if you two, you know, Adam or Bailey were criminals, Ken Ma's yeah. a guy busting your door in to come drag your ass to to jail. Yeah. That's what he did, right, Ken? Yeah, I did. I, yeah, we. I just we, I thoroughly enjoyed the pause after you said criminal. I thought that was that was pretty funny, but uh, I did non intentionally. No, I'm you're good. To, you're good. To, trying to not say too many bad things in my on the podcast so no no yeah, um you yeah. know for me um i'm less emotional uh just by nature it's all business for me um i at this point my number one focus is to uh recover uh, as much of what's owed to me as possible in in whatever means is necessary um, you know, and, you know, I don't, you know, I don't owe anybody an explanation and I don't, you know, I think what, what you do in your home and, and in, in what I call in the darkness, um, you know, the, the, that's, that's what you do to feed your family, you know? So, um, do I, do I definitely think the, the, you know, wild west bass trail, um, you know, did some bad things and not pay people and, and, you know, et cetera. Um, absolutely. Cause I can tell you unequivocally that there's people, including me, right. I mean, I'm owed $33,950. Like I know the exact amount. Okay. Um, you know, so, so for me, it's that now after I get that, if I get that, um, if, if there's an explanation that that is given of why we're, where we're at, um, you know, yeah, sure. I mean, it, it, it might make me feel a little better, but I'm still, you know, out that, you know, regardless, it doesn't change the circumstance of the situation we're in, you know, and I don't want to deflect it away from, 
you know, Wild West Bass Trail and 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 how that was run and the financial issues that it's in, you know, but it it really hurts our industry. Mm-hmm. You know, I think more than anything, you know, the last, you know, uh, month or so for our entire industry, uh, you know, because Wild West Bass Trail, especially in the in the central, the northern region and then raising apex, um, you know, was seen as, you know, the higher and the highest level uh, with the apex pro tour. You know, and um, and this is going to set our industry back, you know, but that'll recover. I'll stand here and help it recover, but I still want my money. Right. In the end. Right. That's what you're going to. That's that. That's my focus. And, and that that's what I'm doing. You know, I, I second that Apex. Sorry to interrupt you, Bailey, but that it was a uh, you know, Apex was great. Apex was awesome. It was the best thing we had out here. Uh, the content, you know, the way they strategized everything for the format, um, us anglers, like Ken says, we need to get paid. Everybody needs to be paid. Not only Ken, but all of us. We all need to get paid. You pay to play. Money goes in, money comes out, you know. And a guy can't just get away with that, right? That's criminal. Ken, Ken I wish Ken wasn't retired. Ken could be going to Arizona to bust through that guy's door to go arrest him. There, there's a lot of steps before there's an arrest. I was going to say, yeah, I we know, got a long I know, but, hey, I would love that. to see it, right? Like, because <laughs> I, you know, I don't want to reiterate it, but I'm just mad. And uh, it's, you know, money needs to be paid to Ken. It needs to pay, be paid to me. And guys that are owed small checks, big checks, everybody needs to be paid, made whole. Yeah. I mean, that's human nature, right? Like, when we were kids and you gave your buddy a buck fifty for, for lunch. I mean, all you're waiting on is when you, when's your buddy going to pay you back? And that just, that's kind of human nature when you're owed money. You know, it's, I, I can understand one from the business side, like Ken mentioned, but I also understand the passion too from your side, Austin, of like, I mean, from both sides, but when it's money that you earned that you worked for, but also, you know, money that you've, you know, worked the sweat off your back type of deal. Like it, there's a little, like there's a, some pride behind all that too. Outside of just getting, getting yeah, I didn't, I didn't have money. to go put my money into their circuit. I could have kept working. I could have kept crawling under mobile homes and fixing leaks, and saved. I didn't have to pay him a thousand dollars for five months. I yeah, invested. Bailey, I, I, I actually, I, I actually, I really view that a little. Well, I, I view that differently because you know when you loan somebody money, you know, especially if you loan a friend money, you understand it's a loan and you may never get it back. Mm-hmm. You know, but like I said, if I if I put $2,000 in and, and you tell me in writing that 90% of that's going to come back out, right. Mm-hmm. Then I expect that 90% to come back out. Right. Right. So, you know, like for me, I was, you know, and again, you know, I know the loaning money, you know, I've loaned money to friends before and, and I always tell them, I go, I'm going to loan you this money. I'm never going to ask you for it. If you never pay me back. Don't ever ask me again. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm making that conscious decision to make that loan in, in this scenario, like with, uh, with, I agree with Austin, you know, money goes in, whatever that percentage is, if it's 80%, if it's 70%, whatever you told us it was going to be, that expectation is that, that it's going to come back. Mm-hmm. So, yep. um, and then that hasn't, did not happen in those two events. Yeah. I, I think uh, a good way we got, you know, 15, 20 minutes here. I think something, this is more on a a personal basis, but 
I, I just am, um, especially can, and I'd be curious nationally too, just thinking through of, of trails that have had issues and didn't make payouts, what that kind of looks like in the past, the West coast, um, sounds like has had a couple of different situations with that in the past. I've heard of, of I think one of those that you're talking about, but the, the frustrating thing for me, and I don't have as much of a dog in this fight as you guys do because I'm not owed money and I'm not fishing that trail, but I being in a middle state, I, the same way as you guys, I want to compete at the highest level I can with where right. I'm at. And to me right now, that's a mid tier 15, $2,000 entry fee tournament, Toyota series, those kinds of things. And I had the option to go West or I had the option to go East and with all of the the press around the bash the shootout, I really loved that concept of bringing yeah. Western trails together because we have these different anglers fishing different trails in the West. And so I decided to go West and I enjoyed it, had a heck of a time. And nice year too. Yeah, good, good fun year on the, year. On the Toyota series. And what are you eighth or ninth or so, something ninth. to qualify for the single digits. Yeah, Single baby. Can't, 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 <laughs> not quite the year Ken Ma has, but most people don't. I don't know. Your your Havasu, your Havasu, you started off bad, and the second day you just came stomping back. <laughs> that was that was a fun <laughs> fun tournament. But, anyways, uh, with with that, like, I just um, you know, I'm moving to Idaho here, and I was pretty fired up about it because I'm like, hey, I'm going to be closer. I'm only seven hours from Clear Lake now. I'm only, <laughs> you know, <laughs> these these long distances still, but closer than I am in Colorado. <laughs> so I was kind of fired up and my goal, right, was like, hey, make this apex. This is the next kind of level tier yeah. here. And now it's like, not to say, you know, there's a lot more factors of me moving to Idaho than just fishing, but it did play a factor in my head. And it was like East to really try that that top tier pro, or I was happy with the decision to say, I want to go chase this West coast stuff, hard fish, one bass fish, the Toyota series fish apex. If I can, like that was my decision. And now, you know, I'm just thinking, how do we, what I've always loved about you, Ken, is how you, you really have tried to push this West coast professional level to, to make it to where there is that potential to actually make money tournament fishing, which we all know is extremely difficult to do anywhere, especially out West. And, um, you know, where do we go from here? Is there, you know, what do you see in the future? How can we, how can we make things better as West coast anglers? So I'll use Austin and I'll use Nick Cloutier as an example. Okay. Um, like Austin self-proclaimed blue collar plumber, works for all his entry fees, pays his own way. Okay. Here comes Apex. We're entered our third year. And I can honestly tell you that I know anglers just like Austin who came into Apex, never, ever, ever thought about getting a sponsor, a partner, or any of that stuff. Never thought about wrapping their boat or anything. Okay. But Apex requires you to wear a jersey, requires you to to wrap your boat, right? There, there's a there's a lot of standards that are set. And um, in the two and a half years that Apex was was here, it raised the standard of those anglers, right? And and I do. I use Austin as an example. And I use my, my team partner, Jason Austin, as an example. Um, anglers got better, right? They, they, they had to get better, right? Because the entry fee was high enough that you – you had to seek some help 
or else you would wash out. And we had anglers come in for a year, you know, that it cost 10 grand basically to fish the, the four. Uh, well, if you qualify for the championship, the five event season, um, you know, that's the highest, highest price for an entire circuit that we have in the West. Um, you know, so, so it didn't have to, it made anglers better. Um, and, and that's really from, from my standpoint, that's what we need. We need, uh, guys like Austin and Nick Cloutier and Colby Pearson, you know, these guys that are younger that are going to learn, you know, they may not all stay here, but it was a platform where they would learn how to do those business things, learn how to be comfortable with a microphone in your face, learn how to, how to graciously thank your partners and sponsors and things like that. Um, you know, now, you know, like I said, from, from an industry standpoint, um, I, I think that, you know, with, with this um, issue of non-payments and things like that with uh, related to Apex and Wild West Bass Trail, um, it could realistically set our industry back five, six, seven years, right? Damn, because, you know, the, the yeah. And, and, you know, like the Western Bass Shootout, Adam, you were there, right? Yeah. Awesome. You were there, right? Yeah, I loved it. There was, and, and I'm not just saying this because I want it. There, there has, there was nothing ever since I have been part of competitors bass fishing. In my opinion, there was nothing ever that that gave us a platform like that out here. Mm-hmm. You know. So, but like I said in my post, can't have any of that if you don't pay people. <laughs> so, so you know, I want to talk good about it. You know, there are some things from an industry standpoint that 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 I hold on to, but but you know, the the big elephant, and it's not even a you know, it's not invisible. The big elephant is you got to pay people. Yeah, you know, so yeah, all that is, all that is for naught. Yeah, you know, now, a lot a lot of money got got put in a, in a bank account somewhere and it disappeared. So. Yeah, and then Adam, like to answer your question that Austin answered earlier, uh, you know, what would be the resolution? Um, you know, every day that I check uh, the public records, like I told you, there's there's a part of me that wants to see it because then it gives us some closure, so to speak, or or at right. least a direction, right? A direction that the company is going to go in. Um, and there's part of me that you know I think in the end, and I've held I've held on to this hope all except the last the last week and a half I've I've kind of let go of it, but early on I held on to the hope that okay yeah someone's going to buy it, and that money that they either sell assets with right because Adam you kind of it sounds like you understand this they're either it's either going to be an asset sale, um, I in my opinion I don't believe that there is any more value in the brand it's taken too long, and there's been too much damage. Uh, to the brand that, you know, I think if the four of us came up with the money, you know, I would hope the three of you would be like, hell no, can we ain't buying that? <laughs> like do something else, right? But but we're not buying that. There's no way we're buying that, right? Um, so so yeah, so there is, you know, obviously if it, if if a formal BK is not filed, uh, because I think based on my research, if that happens, the anglers are going to have a really tough road like right. like you know like maybe not see any of it mm-hmm. right so as long as it's not then the hope is somebody buys it somebody buys the assets uh there's some value there and there's not and that value surpasses 
what the secured debt is, and then the anglers can be paid something. Totally. Right. Uh, you know, I prefer, you know, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I want everybody paid, but I want me paid first, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, that would be the kind of consolation to, you know, I hate using the word solution because it's just a terrible situation. Right. You know, and that we, you know, that I would say that we, you know, shouldn't be in as an industry, but we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so to, to start, we're going to wrap this up here in a few, but I, cause I feel like we've, we've laid out the issue, what needs to happen. Uh, and while it may sound all doom and gloom, which it's, it's, I mean, for this trail specifically, there, there isn't a lot of sunshine at the end of the road or yeah, positivity whatsoever. Uh, so for, so for anglers that are already out in the West, like Austin or many others or anglers like Adam that have, were thinking of, Hey, what could I do, uh, on the West coast? That type of thing that are thinking about that, what trails are out there already that anglers could then resort to or set their sights on, make a goal of trying to get to that sort of deal. What, what should, uh, where should anglers lay their eyes on from a trail standpoint? Um, hey, Bailey, can I say one thing before we transition? Yeah, Ken, go ahead. Uh, a friend of mine, Zach, uh, who doesn't have a dog in fight, who is an angler, who was trying to, like Adam, was trying to qualify for Apex. Uh, he said it so plain as day to me, and I actually chuckled. And he said, hey, look, man, I've been telling everybody one of two things that will happen. Either going to get paid or you ain't. Right. You know, um, and, and, I, and you chuckle about it. But but when he said that to me, I actually laughed because I wasn't really happy about the situation. But but that's basically what's going to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Austin and I are either going to get paid or we ain't. Right. And um, and based on my research, if the company BKs, we probably ain't. Right. That's 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 based on 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 you know, the information that I've gathered. So um, anyways, I just wanted to say that one last doom and gloom, and I'll turn it over to Austin about uh, all the, all the other stuff that, uh, that he's going to fish. Yeah. I mean, you, the Bass Nation's there, right? Like you can always fish the Bass Nation. That's a grassroots circuit. It's been around forever. The circuit is changing. Everything's been changing. I just started fishing it a year and a half ago. That's there. You got the TBF, I believe, is still out in California doing their thing, and then you got MLF, MLF FLW, and then you got the then you got the the oh or I'm sorry the one bass the opens you know the the Laughlin Open the Arizona Open the the Cal Open and the U.S. Open, and they've been out here for four decades, and then you got you know MLF FLW they've been out here for a couple decades. Wild West kind of just stemmed out of nowhere. Gary Dobbins bought it for people that don't know. He was the one that ventured out and he was i love gary right like that was that guy was one of my heroes he i heard rumors of it before he even started the circuit and he ran it for two years and he sold it mm-hmm. um and then you know but unfortunately it's ran by a terrible businessman and he kind of ran it into the ground but there's other things you can fish out here i hope it doesn't put too much of a black eye on the sport um let's face it there's more money in youtube now if you can get more followers doing that um, than competitive bass fishing, right? But I love competitive bass fishing to my soul. And uh, it's something I've learned learned to love when I was 11 years old. And uh, I'm 29 now. I've been fishing tournaments for 18 years. Um, 
out of a out of a back of a boat and then aluminum boat and then a old skeeter and then an old ranger and then now to my nitro i've just been working my way up and didn't come for money didn't stand for money but i hope all anglers get paid and they can have some peace on this all you can say is i hope right i hope i hope i hope i've kind of come to peace i'm gonna lose my 11 grand and i could tell you i hope people spit at jeremy DeHart shoes when they see him and uh it's a hate that's blossoming inside of me right now. It sucks and it makes me sick and I'm trying to hold it back right now. But, uh, there's a lot of other good things you can fish, right? Like you got Adam, he's a West coaster. Yeah. You know, but you got, you're right in the middle. I mean, you got a tons of, tons of, my buddy, Chris LeClaire has just moved to Denver and he's, telling me about these nebraska fisheries that got giant northern strain largemouth in them and, oh, yeah. and some good smallmouth fishing and, and largemouth fishing in, in colorado you got a lot of options right uh bailey he's got options out east ken and i got options out here california is fruitful as it gets as far as fisheries i just wish um we could get some of these bad people out of our freaking dang sport because there's too many good-hearted people in this sport that put every ounce of effort they have in it. It's all I think about. It's what I love to do. And there's a lot of people like me out there and there's these bullies. I call them bullies or con artists whatever you want to call them. And, uh, there's not just like Ken said, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, the same thing happened with different circuits and it's still happening. It can't happen. Like we can't let this happen. It's going to ruin bass fishing. Tournament bass fishing is already on a decline. There's YouTubers that are, making more money than bass fishermen, right? Like there's more YouTubers selling product than there's tournament bass fishermen selling product. We got to stand together and band up to save what we love, right? I love competing. I played football, like Ken said. He was a sports athletic dude in high school. I've played sports my whole life, but I realized I could make a nickel on turning in bass, and that's what kind of sold my heart to the devil when I was 11 years old because that competitiveness fits right into that, right? And I hope that we can get these bad people out of our sport. That's all I got to say. Heard that, man. For me, Bailey, um, nothing. Uh, you know, I, I support. I've always I fished MLF pretty much every year they've been out here. Um, I I only fished the whole season, maybe half of that time that they've been out here. Uh, and then one bass, Billy. Right, um, long-standing history. Uh, I've actually. You know, do you know they can sorry to interrupt you. You know the story when his first tournament he had in the US Open? Have you heard that story? No. With the guy with the weights? I don't know what his name was. You may know oh, the guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I remember that. Yeah. I do, yeah. I do remember that. I got that was it. his yeah. first tournament. It was his intern in like his intern. Yeah. Is that the way to pronounce it? Intern his yeah. first it was his first day on the job on that US yeah, Open. And that guy was putting weights in fish. Sorry to interrupt you. That yeah, was no, his, um, that was his but, first but day I, on the job. Yeah, I agree with uh, Austin, you know. Um uh, I've, I've supported the three major, four major trails that have been out here and uh, I've always been connected to, uh, to FLW before and MLF. I think Alan Gray, um, is, you know, as you know, Adam, just, you know, one of the most talented, kind hearted people, you know, that you can connect with, um, you know, and that's really the reason why I reconnected with MLF and fished the whole season this year. Uh, was because of him and Sal and, you know, not, not to take anything away from the previous team. Uh, but you know, he's the real deal, you know, and uh, Billy's been as solid as they come. You know, I, I remember fishing those one bass, uh, events when they had points earning events back in, uh, the mid 2000. 
You won one at Shasta, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I won. I won Lake Shasta back in 2011 uh, when Billy was running uh, the one basses, uh, the points earning one basses. So, so he's been around a long time, you know. And I, I think that uh, you know those are great organizations. And I always say this too, you know, where one weed, where you pull one weed, uh, another weed grows. Right. Right. Or where one flower dies, another one blossoms. Right. Uh, so, you know, I think a lot of that's going to happen. Um, you know, unfortunately I keep going back to, uh, this just hurts our industry. You know, this is not something we should be talking about. There should not be people making posts about, Hey, did people get paid? (laughs) Right. You know, so, um, you know, that, that's just, it's not, that's not where our industry should be. And, and I, you know, and I, I would tell Austin this, you know, that, um, I've seen this two times before and the industry, it, it, it will move forward, mm-hmm. you know, progress, it, it will happen. Um, you know, but I think there needs to be some closure to this, you know, whether, like I said, whether, um, it gets filed and it's, you know, that's that closure or people actually get paid, you know, either, uh, you know, either people can get paid or they, you know, so, but yeah, there's still a lot of options out here. Um, it's a tough market. Uh, but there's still a lot of people that own boats and motors and buy fishing rods and, and companies still need to market and sell stuff to the people on the uh, left coast. Right. So, and that's why we're here. Yeah. It's an, I, up, it's an uphill battle out here. It, it is. It, Adam can agree right out here out West. Uh, dude, it's a, well, I'm always driving 20 hours to just to get to California, but uh, yeah, I mean the, the thing for me, I think the the positive light that I've had in conversations with folks um, has just been some of the the other trails that are competing for anglers out west. Um, however, this ends up, I think you're going to have anglers moving trails, just like we've seen at the highest professional level to this. And um, I mean, total bias here. I think the the Alan Gray um, has made the Western Toyota Series. It has sold it to me as far as an, a really, really awesome experience and, um, the media coverage you get in, in the Toyota series events, in my opinion, is, is a high level of uh, professionalism and adds a lot to an angler's, um, repertoire and, and just everything that you have. And so, you know, I think it was, you know, props to Alan, right. When, as some of this come out, he goes, Hey, here's the perspective schedule of the, of the Western Toyota series this upcoming year. And I just hope that anglers stay open um, to fish, not only that, to fish one bass, to fish another trail that I fish a ton of and I don't really want to talk about because it's an awesome trail uh, that has a great payout scheme is the the ABAs. Um, the ABA championship tournaments, they give out a bass cat. It's a really cool format on that final day to fish for a boat against 20, 30 guys um, off of a, a pretty cheap entry fee. So that's another thing for out Western anglers. And that's not just California and Arizona. You know, it's a lot of these middle States too: Idaho, Washington, Colorado, some of these, these other States that you can then go fish those other tournaments in. So, um, those championship level events. So I think there's, there's still, like you said, I don't want to lose the hope on the West coast by any means. I do think that this is a, a, a pretty good dagger, um, in things, but I just hope that, uh, anglers continue to fish tournaments and, and grow because just like you guys, um, as much as like Bailey, you, you kick butt with YouTube. And I think there's a play for anglers and YouTube and the, the guys who figure that out are do an incredible job. Um, 
and my my favorite thing in the world is tournament bass fishing and i just want to continue to be able to do that i um, knew i liked you <laughs> there you go but anyways I, I think there's still hope and, and there's still a lot of really good options on the on the west coast and gosh the fishing is i mean it's hard to beat the west coast fishing and then where you live bailey up north i think those two places i i don't need to fish anywhere else in the in the country because it's still- yeah where you're moving where you're moving i mean like there i you know i've heard about coeur and i you know i want to go there or door you know, even coming down, you know, you coming down there, you know, there's 10 mile and silkus and right. Bottles, right. And then Shasta is a tremendous fishery. You know, there, there's so many great fisheries and, and, you know, like, yeah, you bring up the team, the, the team circuit stuff in California. Um, it's, it's fairly healthy. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, there's. Well, you got new there's like five, six. Different organizations that all uh, that do teams from amateur teams to open teams, mm-hmm. um, you know, and they'll you know they'll draw on a weekend. You know, some of them will draw, you know, twenty thirty boats, and others will draw, you know, sixty seventy boats. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, team anglers. You know the the you know what where where we what really needs to be built is uh, is that professional level. Uh, circuit to where you really that, have that apex things. that apex format was legit yeah yeah and i've like, said that you know even even as as uh as outspoken as austin has been through um all the non-payments you know the one thing that you'll hear every single apex angler talk and and if you don't experience it you don't understand it um but it's it, it was it was truly uh, easily the most fun format i have ever fished in a competitive fishing tournament period, not even close. And in my opinion, that is one positive takeaway to this is not to say that, you know, this format is a failure and this and that. It's that there is the ability to get there with the right systems in place. There's, there's that potential, I think, at least to see that level of um, professionalism with anglers on the West coast and, and seeing that potential to me is a positive. Does it set things back because it didn't work this time? Yes. But, um, there's at least a positive that you guys are still have a positive outlook on that format and that ability. We, we got the anglers and the bodies of water to do it. So we just need somebody. I, like I said in my post, please, somebody buy it, somebody do something with it. I may be out of it for now. Cause I just want my money and, and to be out with it. But I would love to be back in it. I would love to fish that format. Ken would love to fish it. And there's 40 something other guys that would love to fish it. And there, there's guys like you, Adam and Bailey, you're in the, the East coast, but there's, there's guys that were like in like trying to set up their yeah. life to, to fish it. Yeah. 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 100%. And, uh, and I was hearing it more and more and more, right? Like we had 10 new, new newcomers this year. You know, I was a newcomer last year. Ken was there from the beginning, but it was great. It's just, it was just unfortunate. It was ran terribly <laughs> I, by, I shouldn't say ran terribly. It's just. Yeah. The events were ran great. The events were ran great. I didn't yeah, mean the events were ran terribly. I meant. Yeah. The business, the business, obviously. the business standpoint of it, right. It was bad, <laughs> but you know, the, every, the camaraderie, uh, all us anglers, you know, I've been fishing against Ken for a decade now and one bass in FLW before they were MLF and you know, your eBay, I fished my first tournament when your eBay won by, 10 or 12 pounds at Havasu back in 2015. It was his first pro I win. I've been fishing against these guys for a long time. Ken's been doing it for three times as long as I have been or however long, but, and then it was always like, 
you know, everybody had their click, right? And then when you get together in this group, guys were helping people launch boats. Guys were helping each other out at weigh-ins. Guys became good friends. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to miss that. It sucked. Like, it's a dagger. There's a, It's a mix of things. It's not just one thing. Not being paid, missing out on these tournaments. I was so excited for this whole year. I had a home tournament on my lake in Osimeno this year. A pro-am. Or not a pro-am, but pro-event. Yeah, on, Apex on, an Apex event at Lake Nasimino. I've never, Ken's gets to fish, what, three pro tournaments a year at the Delta? Two, three? Yeah. Something like, you got, you know, you got FLWs, you got the Wild West, you got, uh, I'm sure there's more I'm missing, but I've, my my little lakes are small. No one hears about them. I promise you two don't know about them, but I had an event at my home lake this year and it was going to be a pro event. It was going to televise a very awesome fishery. And unfortunately, we're not even going to get to go there. It bums me out. Um, but it was great. It, the whole thing was, was awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for everybody like, like Adam and uh, other anglers that were our newcomers. that got to fish one tournament and all this stuff happened. It's really terrible for them. I'd but, say it's, it's worse for you guys, but I understand what you're saying. It, it does kind I, of a, a damper everybody. Well, I think, I think we're just also talking from an industry perspective, right? You know, yeah. From a money perspective, hundred percent, right. You can't, you can't get past anything else until that resolution or a resolution or a disposition is had with that. Right. You know, and you know, but, but you know, the industry still big picture. The big picture. Yeah. Is, yeah. Is, yeah. It still lives, still breathes. And, you know, and like I said, I've told, you know, I've told, I told Austin this personally, you know, when, when he was getting his boat wrapped and stuff that he has grown apex has made him grow as an angler as a representative, right. As, as a, as a person, as a, as a professional. And we've never had that requirement before out here. Yeah, no, it was legit. I will say that. I will say it was legit. And I can't, I tell you the truth, but, uh, it, you know, it just sucks. It just sucks. <laughs> what happened? It sucks that I got ran into the ground. It sucks that guys aren't getting paid money. It sucks. Some con artist is laughing his way to the bank in Arizona. Hey, whatever. Maybe I'll just start a tournament circuit and make a half a million dollars and then file bankruptcy. You'll end up fine. So then I can buy some good boats. Maybe I'll buy a Vexus from Ken if I can do that. So um, I, got, I got one for sale. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I got a bass cap for sale. I got yeah. a bass cap for sale still. <laughs> yeah, with no motor on it. You, you better no, no, I had it. no, not so not only am I out of motor, I had to put my own motor on there. Nice. So, so I'm actually out two motors. Yeah. Oh, jeez. If anybody can listen to this that has the money, I know us four can't buy it, but somebody please buy it, turn it around, and uh, it would be cool. It would be cool to see, you know, and uh, gosh, it just it's sad. It's really a sad deal. That sucks. Not getting paid sucks. The ambition from other anglers not being able to make it there sucks. Me being played a fool sucks. It all sucks. I just hope I hope it can get turned around starting to sound like like andy after a day of guiding bailey <laughs> that's what i'm saying he's like ah oh, dang 28 pounds on here oh it's just day. Yeah, oh, i'm so tired it's 4 a.m no it's a completely different situation <laughs> it does suck this actually yeah, does no suck. it's terrible the whole thing's yeah. freaking terrible like uh it makes me sick i've been losing sleep i'm a very emotional dude and uh, like ken said he's not as emotional what'd you say maybe you didn't say emotional used a different word uh that's what you said forget. Oh, emotional. Yeah. I'm just emotional dude. Like, yeah, I, I put every, I put everything into the sport like Ken does, but Ken's 
a well-rounded person. So he does other things. I'm all in on the bass fishing thing. And you know, I'm a deer hunter and you know, I'm a, I'm a competitor and, but it, gosh, it just is terrible. And, and I hope, I hope people recognize, like I talked about earlier, that the guy running this circuit, I hope he gets nothing but hate, honestly, dude, because <laughs> this is what he did. He stole hundreds of thousands of dollars from people, hundreds of thousands. I'm sorry to be negative. I don't mean to be negative. I kind of be, I kind of mean it, but um, that's just what's on my mind. So hope nothing but the worst for him. And I'll say that I ain't going down without a fight. So we, we don't deserve this. None, you two don't deserve it. Ken don't deserve it. Nobody deserves this. You know, if you're a good hearted person and you, in your fishing, you, you, you don't deserve that. So. Heck yeah, man. Well, fellas, is there anything else that we should cross off of this topic that we may not have touched on yet? I got 10 more things. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I got 11 more things. Here's what we'll do, Ken. We'll uh, we'll leave your screen up. You let us know when you're done, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll close it out. <laughs> I I got I got to pee really bad. I was about to fill up this bottle. Yeah, that would have been a first. So, on the show. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna do that. If, if Scott Hellison was on the show, he would have. Yeah, he would have done it for sure. Not I appreciate me. both of you. You know, for uh, sharing your platform, talking about a diff- difficult uh, su- subject. You know, and. Um, you know, I, I, like I said, I just, uh, we need some closure or we need a Hail Mary. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's one of the two. And remember what my buddy Zach said, either going to get paid or you ain't. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. It's, it's hard. It's a harder pill to swallow for some though, Ken. Oh no, don't they $33,950, bro. Hey, you just won 127. You're good. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. It don't yeah, matter. I know, I know, I know. We've <laughs> talked about it on the phone. I know. Yeah, it don't matter. I don't care. You know wh- whether someone needs the twenty two hundred bucks or the or the thirty three thousand dollars. To me, it doesn't matter. I don't care if you need it. It's your money. Yeah, you deserve. It's a principle. It's a print. I know. Trust yeah. me. That's why I'm pissed. There's guys out there I talk to daily since this happened that are owed eighteen hundred dollar checks or the basic baseline apex check two thousand two hundred fifty. Do they need that two thousand two hundred fifty dollars? No. Do they make? four or five grand a month or more probably, but they still want that money. You still paid to play. That I still money, want, it. I want it. Right. Like I, me, I'm screwed right now. So I'm going on paternity leave. And I mean, my wife could go into labor tonight for all I know. She's huge. I don't mean that in a bad way. <laughs> you can't hear me, but she's getting big and uh, uncomfortable. <laughs> she just told me the other day. Second clip not, of the night. <laughs> hey, hold me. Hey, she hey, told me today. Awesome. She's awesome. like, hey, Backpedal, backpedal. Yeah, no. Backpedal, like, like, I'm saving you, dude. Backpedal because she looks you, great. You just she, she can't, hey, she can't hear me though. She can't oh, hear me. She's right gonna now. see the vodka. I'm gonna send it to her and tell her to scroll to the 114 mark. Yeah, yeah. Hey, she's beautiful, but she's huge. She's, she's you know, she. That's what I say when I look in the live well, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. Well, I will say to to get you off that off that train track that you're about to crash on. uh, (laughs) Congratulations, man. Yeah. No thanks. But but hey, I need that. You know, I need that money, right? Like, I, I'm I'm gonna be working at or not working. I'll be at home for four weeks, making sixty percent of my wages or whatever. On however that works for disability or. 
whatever the state has for paternity leave, I could I could use my money right to to live, and that sucks. So, but yeah, that yeah, I had to kind of thank you for getting me out of that situation a little bit. <laughs> You're good, man. Oh, yeah, I tried. I tried. I tried. I yeah, all three. Again. All three. You did, Ken. You're saying, you know, <laughs> hey, backpedal. I, I, hey, hey, you know what this means, right? This yeah. is how. This, this is how you stay married sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I married one of the good ones, so good. she's yeah. good. She she can put up with my my dumbass all the time. So, <laughs> congratulations, and, and man. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, yeah, whoever said that's what I say to fish in my live well, that was the line of the day. That was, that was Adam. <laughs> that was awesome. That was hilarious. <laughs> She's yeah, big, like she's uh, beautiful. Like Dustin Connell put a, a video out. Have you guys seen that on Instagram? It's like, hey, gorgeous. I just wanted to take another look at you. Oh, it's yeah. Like from from that, the, that. the live well looking up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know the one. But yep. it's from some movie with, uh, uh, God, what's his name? Uh, Co- uh, Bradley Cooper. Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Yep. 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 Well, uh, Deacon, you got anything else for these for these boys? No, man. I'm just uh, curious, like you said, see how it plays out. Uh, I think in life we try to overcomplicate things and get emotions involved, but I think Ken's point of saying, look, man, it's pretty simple. You're going to get paid or you're not. There's two There's two options here. Um, and unfortunately, you know, it's not, it's not a good situation. It's a horrible situation, and I hope that uh, the West Coast recovers well. The industry will, and um, – yeah, let's, let's move on as as any tournament anglers and and uh, hope for the best and and make it the best. So yeah, and, and one thing we got to stand together, guys that haven't been paid. So you got to stick together. You can't go down without a fight. This can't happen. Like it can't. You can't guy can't get away with it. Like I, I joked about it earlier. If I want to make a half a million dollars, I'll just start a tournament circuit and then go file bankruptcy. That's how easy the state makes it for you, right? Or the country just file bankruptcy. If you're in debt that much money, you can just file bankruptcy and get away from it. That's freaking nonsense. And I know it happens all the time. And I'm speaking out of line, right? Like there's contractors that lose money like that all the time. It just sucks. So it, I hope we all band together and I hope everybody gets paid. Heard that. Well, well, fellas, uh, I just want to say I really appreciate you guys taking the time to, uh, to sit up here with us and, and chat on the podcast and, and talk about this issue. Uh, Cause I know one, it's obviously putting you guys through the ringer again that you have been for the past few weeks of this subject um, and it's got to suck for you guys. And, uh, you know, we try to be, we, we started this show, uh, you know, Deacon started his show. Uh, and the reason we have the network now on serious angler is, uh, to give you guys a voice and hopefully that helps, uh, in the long run, hopefully this helps you guys, but seriously appreciate you guys, appreciate you guys I, taking the time to join us here, uh, and talk I about appreciate you too. Awesome. Well, Hopefully it's educated more folks and educated and brought this issue to the the right people that hopefully can hopefully throw you the, as Ken says, the hail Mary, hopefully lead that down the right direction, but uh, appreciate you guys. I've heard too much. Ho- I've heard too much. Hopefully <laughs> we need, we need something to happen. Right. Well, yeah. appreciate you guys for joining. Uh, we'll be in touch with you soon. Um, and yeah, folks. Thanks guys. Yep. All right. Appreciate it. Good All right, guys. Take Thank care. You. Okay. Well, dude, uh, obviously great that we, we had that show. Um, hopefully there's some resolution. I know I, I said, hopefully again, Austin's probably swearing at me in the queue right now. Cause I said another, hopefully, but, uh, dude, I, it sucks, man. I, I couldn't imagine putting that much time, effort, heart, blood, sweat, and tears and my own money into that and then not getting it back. 
not getting back right. what I what I earned, right? Is like from placing or what have you. Yeah, and I think just like again, we just don't know the full situation of everything. And I think like the the only comparison that I have thinking recently, right? And it's not even near the same barrier, but something I just was thinking about just towards the end there is like, you know, the NPFL the first year didn't have a championship. But here's the thing. They didn't go to an event, have anglers pay injury fees, and then not pay people, right? It was like, hey, guys, we're going to come out and say it. Like, financially, we're in a tough spot. We don't have the, the, the sponsor dollars. We don't have all this stuff to make a tournament organization run. We're going to pay back everyone. Well, they, I think they did pay the $10,000 or whatever it was that anglers were going to make minimum to go to the championship event. Mm. So like that, in my opinion, right, is the right way to handle a situation. The wrong way is to cover it up and just keep going forward, um, which seems, you know, we don't know all the facts, but seems to be the way on this one. So, yeah, like it's just uh, it's tough to watch. It's tough to see guys um, doing all this. And um, there's so much that goes into this that is that is so expensive and so much of our time that we could be spent earning more money or fishing a different trail. And so it's it's hard to. Uh, it's hard to watch, man. It's hard to see and talk talk to friends that are in it and are like, you know, it's a tough tough situation. Yeah, and I think that you know, if they were having this this financial situation, and to your point, like the trail could have been. I feel like there wouldn't be any flack for it uh, if at the beginning they're like, hey, it's we're taking the year off. We'll we'll see you in twenty twenty four. We understand this is a big letdown for you guys. But we don't want to have a tournament trail where we can't pay you what you're. We tell you you're going to get paid, right? I feel like they That's could have right. entirely salvaged everything. You might lose a few here and there, but I think the majority of anglers, like Austin and Ken, would have been like, "Oh, well, I get it. You guys have troubles, but you have a plan to get back on track, and then not where it's like you're not put into the situation." So, that, to your point, yeah, I feel like it could have been. This could have been saved from the start, but, um, unfortunately here now. So it, uh, is an issue. Hopefully that, uh, good. God, I said, hopefully again, this is going to bother me. Austin's got it in my head. You're going to uh, be eating. Yeah. You're going to be hanging out with Lance. <laughs> you're just be like, hopefully, ah, dang it. <laughs> Freaking Austin, man. <laughs> oh, I'm going to say, yeah, that's for sure. It's going to happen. Uh, but for folks, uh, hopefully you guys in good God, Dude, I'm doing it like all the time now. Uh, I hope you guys had a enjoyed the show, had a good time. Well, not have a good time, but understand with the topic at hand, uh, and that there's something we can do for it. But, um, dude, this was a fun show. You and I, Biz from the Bass Boat and Serious Angler, obviously under the same network. Uh, for the Serious Angler folks, uh, Biz from the Bass Boat, you guys remember a lot. We had a lot of OGs in here. Uh, Biz from the Bass Boat was on the same platform as Serious Angler. It has moved to its own. We had told MP3. a lot of folks about that uh, yeah. on MP3, same uh, YouTube, obviously. Um, but make sure you guys are going to the link down below and listen to the business from the Bass Boat on its own platform. Strictly all of Deacon's geniusery. I don't even know if that's a word, geniusery. We should make it a word. Uh, but, dude, a lot of uh, 
a lot of fun getting back on here with you. Hopefully the next show that we do here, it's uh, more on a positive note. Right. Right. Totally. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, we're in the, the, the heat of all the high level national tournaments going up North and, and I can't wait for our next uh, fantasy show. It's been a really long time for that. So that's mm-hmm. certainly a positive light. Those are always lighthearted, bunch of fun and making fun of each other. So looking forward to uh, the next one of those, if nothing else. Heck yeah, buddy. Anything else for the folks, uh, whether serious angler, but from the bass boat that uh, they should know coming up with you. No, man, just, uh, just, I guess more than anything, uh, just sticking with watching all of our stuff, following along with everything and <laughs> definitely, uh, doing some pre-recorded shows because this next little bit just seems to be on a never ending. I'm ready to be moved and in Idaho and relaxing a little bit in August maybe September. And then it's, it's heavy derby season again. So um, mm-hmm. looking forward to this upcoming months, no doubt about it. Heck yeah. If you guys see the next four shows on YouTube, Deacon's wearing the same outfit. Just know the man's putting in work. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think one thing for sure, going to have a heavy focus on kind of post ICAST stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So certainly some cool stuff, new companies coming along in our fishing industry with that. Obviously ICAST is a great time for product launches and everything else, but um, there's just a lot coming coming out, and I think that's something that's really fun about our industry is seeing technology change uh, in all aspects of it. So, looking forward to uh, the next the next couple of months to get some more some more details. Heck yeah, dude! Uh, well, folks, appreciate everybody for listening, both on Serious Angler and Viz from the Bass Boat. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, obviously please like and subscribe. MP3, please leave us a rating review. Share these shows with your friends. Appreciate y'all. And we'll see you on the next one. Peace. Well, that was an awesome show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you can and your app allows it, please leave us a rating and review. It really helps us get seen more, which allows us to access more time and more variables to be able to bring to the show to make it better for you guys. So hope you enjoyed it. And if you did and you like some of the things we talked about in this episode and want to check out our show partners, all of that is in every single show description. You can click down there. It's got all of our discount codes, all of our links to our show partners where you guys can go and support the people that support this show and help us make this show happen. And of course, this show does not happen without you guys. You guys know we appreciate you. You're the Sears Sanger fam. You're the reason we're here. Appreciate y'all. And we'll see y'all on the next one.